Tasmania Talks with Mike O'Loughlin, weekday mornings from 9. A public health direction issued back in August made it mandatory for all aged care workers to be vaccinated against COVID-19. The direction required all workers to have had at least one dose of the vaccine by September 17. So, tomorrow is the cutoff. However, some facilities are still pretty far off reaching this requirement. So what happens here? Well, State Secretary of the Health and Community Services Union, or HACSU, Tim Jacobson, joins me on the line. Tim, good morning. Thanks for your time. Yeah, thank you. No worries. Good morning. So the majority of aged care staff here in Tassie are vaccinated, 75% are fully vaccinated, and 92% have had their first dose. Is that right so far? Yes, that's right. Uh, The figures that are coming through uh, from the the, uh, federal government on a regular basis now shows that across the state, we're in excess of 90%, which is very good news. But still quite a few yet to receive their jabs, particularly in the north, I believe. One of the issues that is unclear at this point uh, is whether, in fact, uh, particularly in the central northwest uh, coast, uh, whether those lower figures are true or whether it's simply a delay in reporting. Um, We've not been able to get that information, but uh, everywhere else across the state, uh, we're certainly sitting above 90%. Uh, The biggest concern we've got, uh, given the crisis that we've got in aged care at the moment, is how close to the 100% we are, uh, particularly given the cutoff date uh, tomorrow, and that on Saturday, if people aren't vaccinated, uh, they won't be uh, lawfully able to work. What gets me, and Tim, I don't know whether you can answer this question, because we're talking basically, you know, uh, aged care workers, yet um, Catherine Morgan Wick, State Health Command, has put through a direction to ensure health care workers are vaccinated by the 31st of October or have an exemption. That's right. Uh, so the state of, uh, and both Tasmania and New South Wales and a number of states are moving in this direction and that is to pick up the entire workforce across the state uh, health workforce, which includes the private sector as well, mm. uh, by uh, October. Uh, that direction was only issued last week. The direction around aged care was issued uh, some weeks ago now. Yeah, so there has been, yeah, in August. So there has been you know, time to prepare mm. I think the thing that needs to be understood and uh, you know isn't discussed around particularly the mandatory nature of the vaccination, particularly in aged care as well, is that the federal government promised uh, that the workforce would be vaccinated uh, in the first tranche of the vaccination process back uh, earlier this year, and the aged care workforce was completely left out. Uh, we there were and have continued to be significant problems. Uh, getting the vaccination into aged care simply mm. you know, just to the residents, let alone the workers. And unfortunately, what we've seen is a rush now uh, that there is, particularly given that we've got increased supplies of getting that workforce um, uh, vaccinated, we've got concerns that workers uh, who haven't yet been vaccinated, haven't had their first vaccination, uh, have not yet been able to get in to have that vaccination uh, and hopefully... Uh, the proportion over 90% also includes a number of employees who have been uh, given an exemption 
uh, simply because uh, they've not been able to get the vaccination in time. So, but these workers, uh, realistically, will they no longer be able to work if they're not had the jab by tomorrow or, or a piece of paper saying they've got a booking? When you can, when you look at this, they're suddenly saying, well, that was supposed to be by the 17th, and yet healthcare workers have got till the 31st of October. So surely they'll just maybe stretch that out a little bit. I know it's urgent to get it done, especially in aged care, but it seems to be very strong if there's, uh, especially, I believe, you know, as I said, in Tamar, there's West Tamar still has 20% of staff yet to receive their first dose. Agreed. Um, we have been raising with the state and federal government the need uh, possibly to extend the deadline for aged care workers. Uh, today's D-Day, uh, we know that there are a number who haven't been able to access the vaccination or haven't been, uh, or haven't been vaccinated and the crisis that that uh, will uh, cause will be significant. Mm-hmm. We've got an aged care uh, system that is already stretched. We have on a daily basis in any one facility, pretty well on every shift, uh, vacancies. So not being able to employ those people from tomorrow will put you know greater uh, pressure on the workforce and obviously lead to lower standards of care. We think that the deadline, if we're not able to achieve it here, and we know that there are issues interstate uh, today, uh, needs to be extended. And Tim, you've already seen workers resign for not wanting the vaccine. Is that right? I mean, this is this is an industry, one of the biggest in, in TAS, realistically, and so desperately important. Yes, we have seen that. Um, uh, not significant numbers. Uh, you know, it would be, you know, well in, you know, below the 1% of the workforce. But, but clearly... Um, the, the aged care workforce, like the health workforce, is probably not much different to the uh, community itself. There's a significant level of vaccine reluctance out there. Mm. The media hasn't been helpful uh, in that context. Uh, but also there is, um, there is uh, a cohort of workers who unfortunately uh, haven't got uh, their information from the correct sources uh, and are choosing, uh, you know, in essence, to... Uh, to you know, leave uh, their employment um, rather than have the vaccine. And, and that's going to be an issue for the community in the long term as well. It's getting the inf- correct information out. I mean, this particular program, we, we're not... I mean, I've, I've, I, I can understand and appreciate vaccine hesitancy for, for whatever reason. What I don't want is some Facebook nutbag coming on and saying, oh, look, you know, can take... Um, here's, here's something we give to our dogs and horses. Have a skull of it. I mean, so there's a bit of that out there. There is a bit of that out there, agreed. Um, And there are, you know, that group uh, who are conscientious objectors. Um, uh, You know, the the civil liberties issues, unfortunately, have been um, highlighted in the context of the mandatory nature of the vaccination. And I guess, you know, to some extent, uh, the the realities for those people uh, is that they're not being forced to have it. they will need to have it if uh, they want to work. Uh, and the only choice that they have uh, if uh, they don't want to have it is to leave their employment. What about it, medical? I, I was under the belief, though, uh, Tim, they could have a medical exemption if there was a reason they couldn't have it medically. No? Yes, that's exactly right. Okay. Uh, and the... the uh, so that separates, um, you know... Uh, so there's there's three groups, and you know there's the vaccine reluctant people uh, that we are educating, continuing to educate and support. There is that very minor group of um, of you know I'll call them conscientious objectors, 
And then there is. You're very kind, Tim. Way. You know that, don't you? Yes, I am being very kind. Yeah. Um, but uh, but and then there is another group who, for medical reasons, and those uh, those circumstances have been uh, universally applied across Australia uh, through the Otagi guidelines. Um, won't be able to have the vaccine because it is medically contraindicated for them. And on that basis, they will be able to continue to work. Have you had much, I mean, realistically, at the end of the day, much pushback from people outside the aged care sector? Not. We've had some, uh, but not significant, no. We all know, uh, and as a community, we know that the majority of us support uh, the vaccination yeah. uh, from our perspective for health reasons, but also... Uh, if we want to get back to the life that we had before, uh, clearly this is the step that we need to take. And Tim, what needs to happen right now? What would you say to to, to those people that might, might be hesitant, whatever? What needs to occur as far as you're concerned, Tim and Haksu? Well, this is a medical emergency that we're in right now. Like no other, we have a pandemic that is seriously affecting our community and, and people are dying as a result of it. If not for yourself, for your family, for your community, you need to have the vaccine. Good call, Tim. Good to talk to you. Tim Jacobson, State Secretary for Haxu Health and Community Services Union. And we'll have a chat in the near future, Tim. Uh, I'm sure about that. So thank you for your time. No worries. Thanks, mate. Tasmania Talks with Mike O'Loughlin, weekday mornings from 9.